The CFOs that get it, get it. The CFOs that don't, don't. Let's talk about the CFO, the Chief Financial Officer. There are two kinds of CFOs. One who's struggling to keep up, spreadsheets everywhere, manual processes. It takes weeks to close the books. The other kind is on top of their game. Automated reports, inventory, commerce, and HR flow into the financial model seamlessly. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. That's why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system used by over 28,000 growing businesses. 93% of businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Head to netsuite.com slash c-suite for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer. That's netsuite.com slash c-suite. netsuite.com slash c-suite. This is Profit from the Inside with Joel Block. Strategies to give your business the inside track. And now, here's your host, Joel Block. Do you ever run into somebody that is very controversial, that does backwards of everything that you think makes sense, and they end up getting it right? This guy, Tom Antion, that's what he does. He works backwards of most other people, and he just seems to get a lot of stuff right. So, uh, Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, Joel, it's been a long time, man. Good to see you. It, it has been a long time. We, uh, What do we have, a lunch or dinner 10 years ago together? And I always thought that you had a way of uh, just doing things that was kind of outside the norm and it just seems like it works for you. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, when they tell, you know, the old cliches, when they tell you you're crazy, you know, you're absolutely doing the right thing. You're on the right track. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like the place I'm sitting right now is the internet, great internet marketing retreat center where people actually live with me in the house for immersion weekends. And people said, you're crazy. You know, people living in the house of you, you nuts. Yeah. yeah, I'm nuts. And I got protection dogs and I carry a gun. You know, so I'm not worried about it. They pay me a lot of money. So, so yeah, I'm crazy as a, as a loon. Well, listen, we'll, we'll get to that. I want to, I want to hear, uh, you know, what you're doing and how you're helping people. But, uh, do you, do you find that, um, this, this kind of being rebellious and being controversial come naturally to you? Or do you do it on purpose? It comes naturally to me. Uh, and then I use it to my advantage because, uh, I was the one that in grade school, when there would be some rotten teacher i would line everybody up and tell them we're playing dodgeball and i'd say stand in front of her and then move at the last minute so i could hit her <laughs> so so yeah yeah i've been rebellious i, I can't i can't tell you how many people have come on this show and when i ask them some question about their personality they tell me about what kind of kid they were and they yeah. were always the joker the clown the troublemaker that they, they, none of them was uh, the little, the little girl, Sally, that sat in the corner with her hands, <laughs> right. perfect manners. They, they were all somehow a little bit out of whack. <laughs> well, you know, you might take that on your own head. Maybe that's the kind of person that wants to come on your show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, those are the people that I uh, hang out with people. That yeah. are, uh, those are people that are doing stuff, you know, listen, it, it's the, uh, <laughs> Isn't it the C student that employs the uh, the A students? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are the A. Uh, those, are the, those are the C and D students. You know, the ones that uh, were throwing the dodgeballs. <laughs> yeah, the, the C suite. <laughs> That's what yeah, they so call it. It's been a long time. So, what are you up to? What are you, what are you doing? Uh, you were very specialized there, or very early on in internet marketing and, and so forth. You still doing a lot of that? 
Yeah, I, I was on the commercial internet when it started around 1994, and I had to make a nickel for the first two years. It was Wild West, and I got good training from a guy named Corey Rudel. He was like the 30-year-old grandfather of internet marketing who was making five million bucks a year from his apartment. And I took a consultation with him back in 96, 1230 bucks for a half an hour. Wow. In 96. And just one tip he gave me, I've made just one web page that he taught me how to, to do, a million bucks from that one page. Wow. So, uh, so, yeah, it's good to get good training. But uh, these <laughs> some of these younger people are just, you know, savvy as heck. So I, I bring in the young people. And the way I do it is a little bit crazy, if you want to talk about that one. You know, I remember, it's funny that you mentioned 1994, because I remember I, I was in New York. I was working on my financial facts project, which was uh, we were delivering stock quotes to investors by fax. And we had some of the big brokerage firms on Wall Street behind us, 35 of the nation's biggest newspapers. Uh, it was well-funded. And I got invited to this deal at, at IBM. And, and there was like 200 people. It was like a high security kind of a deal. It was like a top secret thing. And they turned down the lights. It's in 1994. And all the people are excited that we're going to see something that like nobody knew what it was. It was like going to be this incredible thing. And there's a projector and a screen. And they turn up the lights and they turn on the screen. They turn on the thing. And everybody's looking at it going, well, what is it? And they go, ladies and gentlemen, this is a home page. <laughs> and, 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 and we were looking at it going like, well, well what does it do? <laughs> right. And, and it, it was just, it looked like, like a magazine cover. It just looked, uh -huh. it just looked like nothing, you know? And, <laughs> and we're all wondering, and, and that became what now is the internet. I mean, they, yeah. they said there's this thing that's happening and we're going to start digesting information this way. And nobody at that time could even imagine what was possible. Oh my goodness. I, uh, and, and in those early days, I mean, it took a year, Joel, to get my a picture of my book cover on my website over <laughs> a year, fighting with the, the propeller heads and geeks because it was all HTML at that time. And until 97, when front, Microsoft front page came along, you could make your own web page. So, yeah, well, so. I remember um, in the in the 80s, they had there was Ventura Publisher that where you could make uh, a desktop published documents mm -hmm. before there was an Internet. Right. You know, the same thing. You could make things look kind of pretty. And it was, it was, you know, it, it, what's funny, it took a year to get uh, those diagrams and everything all made. Uh, and now it takes 45 seconds and it's on yeah. your desk. You know, it's nothing. Exactly. But if you were the only person on the planet that had access to the internet and the speed and all the different things, then you'd be a billionaire. But because we all have it, you're no right. better off than yeah. you were 30 years ago, right? Exactly. <laughs> unless you know, unless you learn the the tricks of the trade, which is what I've. Been All right, talking. so listen. So let's talk, this 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 show is a lot about uh, the tricks to get on the inside track. So what are the tricks of the trade when it comes to internet marketing? Let's let's well, dish out some stuff. Okay. Well, I, I had like. Uh, you want to talk about that hiring practice? Because it's all intertwined with. Okay. Uh, I mean, listen. Yeah. So listen. So, I mean, we got some big companies. We've got small companies. I mean, you have a special way you hire people? Yeah. The trick is to hire uh, tech savvy people. And the small companies, it's, it's infinitely more important because uh, they de depend on it. I mean, you know, I, I want a ringtone on my cell phone. It, it takes me uh, three days to figure out how to do it. And I just hand it to some kid and they come back in 10 minutes and it's done. So, uh, and it goes ka-ching, by the way. That's my nickname. <laughs> so I have a hiring practice that your big companies probably wouldn't be able to do in a million years, but it has been so good. I got people working here 10 years, eight years, nine years. 
So I write these really rotten, mean ads uh, for employees. Uh, something like, if, if you come in here and you're a worthless slug and you don't care about the quality of your work, if I don't throw you out of here, the, the good employees that, do, that work here will throw you out. <laughs> and it's really <laughs> rotten like that. And then another, uh, uh, it, uh, now I balance that with, it's really cool to work for an international guy. They will teach you a lot of stuff. So I balance it. But the, the, the really super trick so that I don't get hit for age, age discrimination, because I don't want, excuse me for you 55-year-old MBAs out there, I don't want you. Uh, nobody like me wants you because you're not tech savvy. You're, yeah. you're used to leading people around by the nose and you, and you snap your fingers and the tech guys do it. But small companies don't have that uh, luxury. So I put the, the title of the ad is Paid Internship. Because nobody that's an MBA or above or an older person is going to apply for an internship. So all I get is the best tech-savvy people coming in because I'm not you trying find, to do you know, it. I, I always loved internships, and, and maybe until about 15 years ago when, when, you know, when I, I had more money and I could pay more. And, you know, I sort of started finding out that people who take on internships, I wasn't their highest priority. They had a whole life, school, other, other obligations that came ahead of me. Do you find that's a problem with that? I, I don't find that's a problem because once I get my hooks in them and they say, my God, this guy's a multimillionaire. Look at the place he lives. Look, he buys $50,000 dogs. I mean, so, uh, and then I always encourage him. So I know they're not going to be here forever. So when they're here, I promote them. I help them. I say, Hey, look, you're smart. You could make a an ebook and sell it. You could do this. You could make an online course and I promote them. So they, I said, one's been here 10 years and he was a professor at ITT tech. And he said, hell with that or heck with that because, uh, uh, he's getting so much learning from me that he's doing on his own and he's still here 10 years later. So, so I haven't had that problem because, uh, uh and of course it's in the hiring process. If I see somebody is like wanting to be here for two months and then leave, uh, you know, you have to go a little bit deeper, but I haven't had yeah. that problem at all. Yeah. Well, so it, it, it's a good screening mechanism for you is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. It's an so, interesting thing. You know, listen, you've got, um, you know, you've got an edgy personality and that works for you, uh, you know, and, and, and all of us have to do what works for us based on our personality. Absolutely. I'm saying hardly anybody could do that one. Because <laughs> one, of, listen, one of the things that, that I find always to be very important is that you just need to be consistent and do things that are in sync with your personality. Whatever that style is, whatever that character is, you just need to do things that are in sync. Yeah, you can't pretend to be what you're not. And then yeah. On stage or off stage or sitting here in my retreat center, I'm the same guy all the time. And they kind of know that. They see that. That's, you know, one of the things people say to me, the same exact thing is that I'm the same on stage as I am at dinner. I'm exactly mm -hmm. the same. Uh, I think a lot of people are performers. I'm not a performer. You know, I'm, I'm a content speaker. I'm an expert. You're an expert. Uh, and you're funny, by the way, too. I've seen you. I remember uh, I've seen you many times and, and you've got a, a, just a great style. You still speak a lot? Well, I don't speak as much anymore. And I'll, I'll tell you why. I was, uh, uh, I, I've built a lot of people up in their careers. And then some of them went to the dark side and started ripping people off to the point where I started. A, I have got a TV show in development called Scam Brigade. And, uh, of course the, the Hollywood guy said, don't quit your day job, <laughs> but, but, uh, but uh, they loved the show. They shot a big sizzle reel. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so a lot of people are, are scammers nowadays. So I backed off because the type of places that I speak, 
are these big rally kind of things where you sell at the back of the room. And so I'm beating everybody, usually all of them put together. I sell more, but I don't have any lawsuits against me, no chargebacks where they just started lying bigger and bigger lies to get the sales. And then they didn't come through and then people were, you know, getting disenfranchised. So yeah, I, I backed off considerably of that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a shame that, uh, that that's the reason that you don't speak because you're a good speaker. You deliver a lot of value and that's, uh, that's an awesome. I just do my own thing. And I am kind of an entertainer because I, I did a thousand comic performances in this crazy entertainment business I had. And when I mix that with high content, that's, you know, I can keep people for hours and hours and keep their attention with the humor and all the antics, but still they get good info. So, yeah. So, um, well, listen, I, I, I know you, uh, you bring a lot. So tell me, um, so, uh, you know, we talk about uh, the inside track. What's, what's the trick uh, to succeeding on Facebook? I mean, if somebody wants to promote themselves on Facebook, what are the do's? What are the don'ts? What are some things? Okay. Well, the, the thing is, is that when you go back to the beginning of Facebook, one, one thing I use, uh, Joel, is I call dull edge technology. <laughs> okay. I don't use any of the, the cutting edge, bleeding edge <laughs> stuff because it's the, it's the most expensive. It's the most glitches. Uh, it's the uh, most trouble. So I wait until the geeks get all the, the bugs out of stuff, and then I swoop in and make them. <laughs> and that's what w was with Facebook. I saw this coming because I had already been through MySpace was the end of all it, you know, and then it disappeared off the face of the earth. So I didn't really get active on Facebook till they had, listen, there's a billion users. <laughs> and then I said, <laughs> I guess it's, uh, you know, it's going to be here for a while. But the, the, the thing is, is they, they tricked everybody. They sucked everybody in. Oh, get likes to your page, get followers, all this stuff. And then I knew it's coming, that you're going to have to pay to reach those people. And darn if it wasn't, as soon as they started going public and getting, needing the money and uh, pleasing everybody, they started charging you to reach those people. So, so, I, so, the, the, great, so the great irony is that you set up a page they want you to get everybody to like it. And the second that they like it, then, then you got to pay them to reach the people. Exactly. Like and that's exactly most people out there listening to this. If they have Facebook pages and stuff, they're reaching maybe one to 2% organically it's called. And that's if they put good posts to get engagement. Well, that's, that's the funny thing. You know, when you put something on a, on a business page, you'll get no likes. You'll get, yeah. you, nobody ever likes the content because no one ever sees it. Nobody sees because it. Because they won't show it to the people unless you boost your post. That's the way. And boosting is totally for dummies. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, you need the real, and that was, that's the inside track to be successful. You have to really immerse yourself in the paid uh, arena. And it is the best of the best with targeting and the things you can do with lookalike audiences and pixeling people and retargeting. And these are, I don't know if you want me to explain all these terms. Well, but. you know what, actually those are, that's probably uh, content for somebody else's show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about and, and there's a lot of technique to this. And if you really want the inside track to Facebook, you know, you really need to go deep and understand it. Exactly. But, Cause uh, you'll the, lose the your shirt. Capabilities and the, and the advertising on Instagram, Facebook, and these other technologies are, are just spectacular. These companies, they know so much about you, but they know more than your mother does about you. Trust me. Well, and part part of how is that they they buy the uh, let's say they buy all the grocery lists from Costco, and mm -hmm. then they so they match the Costco stuff, they match the car stuff, they match the shopping stuff, they match the Amazon stuff. So they know every single thing that you've bought, and in, 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 and they put it all into one giant 
giant file, right? Isn't that what they do? That's exactly what they do. And they let, and they charge you to advertise. To and then all these companies specific. know everything about you. They know everything far more than whatever Facebook collects. Cause you're right. They, they compile information from lots of sources and, uh, yeah, they're like the Wizard of Oz. I mean, yeah, yeah, like it's no all see all. It's it's unbelievable, and and so you know one of the things that I always say when it comes to money, everything's rigged, and and so the rig in, in the Facebook situation is that as soon as they like your page, then you got to pay for people to, to see your stuff because they know exactly which people want to see your stuff, and that's that's the rig. So they, they uh, rigged it in advance because <laughs> no. People that didn't know any better like me would say, oh, yeah, this is great. Suck all these people in and do it all we can. And then they well, get spam. The I mean, here's the thing is that if you don't know what the rig is, then you're subject to the rig. Right. The exactly. only people that can ever out, outperform the rig are the people that understand the rig. And that's not that even though there is one is a good start. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you just walk around knowing that there's a rig, I think, and I think that most people do recognize that, that things are rigged. They, they don't know how it works. They, they know that there's something going on. They just don't know what it is. And, and that's part of what we like to do on the show is to expose some of those rigs, expose some of the, uh, the ways that guys get the inside track on stuff because that's um, – and we've had some really cool people talk about some really cool stuff, and that's been a lot of fun. Um, so Did what I tell else? people to just forget SEO nowadays. You hear SEO. So, so, what's, so what happened to SEO? I mean, I mean some guys oh, are still thing, selling it. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is everybody knows they want to be up at the top of Google, but it's in, virtually impossible. To, uh, nobody can guarantee it, first of all. The only way you can get guarantee it is to buy Google ads, you know, so you can guarantee it that way. But uh, you, you're spending months and months. It can't happen overnight. Uh, and if you do climb up, then they turn the dial and you drop off into oblivion again. So well, you, if, if, you you just, if you just if you just stop and think you know, what's the, what's the rig as it relates to Google. I mean, they're in the advertising business. I mean, they're no different than newspapers. They've got, uh, you know, readers and they've got advertisers. That's right. And, and why would they have any kind of a technology where somebody can game the system and get to the top when they want to sell those top spots? So it, it defies logic, but people want to believe it so badly that they throw money at it. They throw money at it. It's a waste, a total waste of time. You just, you'd be, if you spent that time on a really good course on, advertising and studied it and but you got to work it hard because they they change the deal all the time and well, all that's, so how so how do you stay on top of this constantly changing environment because that's the part they're always changing the algorithm and you can feel when it changes you can tell something's different but you don't know what it is well because i don't care anymore because i quit seo years ago i was taught by michael campbell one of the best of the best and i was up one of the best of the best but there came a point when it just wasn't worth the time and effort anymore. So I don't care about the changes anymore. I want the, I'm interested in paid traffic that I can turn on and turn off, test something in days that would take months to test if you were trying to do through the SEO. Give, it, give us an example of, of what does that look like? What, what do you mean traffic that you can turn on and off or control? I mean, well, is, uh, it, is it you have your own mailing list? I mean, what, what are you talking oh, about? I, I certainly have my own mailing list, but I'm saying I can put an ad on Facebook. Uh, that's very targeted to a certain group. And I wouldn't put just one, Joel. I would put 10. And then I would watch the numbers very carefully to see which ones were converting, which ones weren't. And I'd start turning off the ones that weren't. And I'd start ramping up my budget on the ones that were. You see, because a lot of people just advertise everywhere and they don't even know what's working and what isn't. And 10 of them 
might be failing and five working and they're keeping all of them. So you waste a lot of money. So Yeah, well, well people don't seem to realize about uh, advertising. Advertising is pretty scientific. Oh, very, very. It's, it's, I mean, it's uh, not random. Oh, heck no. No, there is uh, very precise things that, uh, but you need to know about them. You need to know uh, what uh, an impression is, what a cost per click is, what a cost per view is. And uh, now there is some good bargains out there. If you uh, went to YouTube, you know, those ads that you can click skip. Yeah. Those are a great bargain because you don't pay. Google is pretty fair on their advertising, even though it's complicated. You don't pay unless somebody either uh, watches 30 seconds or watches your entire ad. So you can get enormous branding in, and if they skip it, you don't pay a nickel. Really? Yeah. So, And uh, sometimes the views, I was just helping a client the other day. She's getting four-cent views on those kind of ads if somebody actually watched it. So it's one of the best bargains out there um, that you could tap. Well, I'd, I'd say that's a little bit of the inside track on some advertising. Right yeah, there. absolutely. That's, uh, that's the awesome. first place I would send somebody if they're on a low budget and they want to get their feet wet and start learning these interfaces and all that. Uh, but yeah, four cents of you is, uh, you know, and they could be selling a, a thousand dollar product. Uh, wow, so that's pretty, um, pretty good. That's, ROI. that's pretty, that's pretty extraordinary. I, I, um, mm-hmm. I'll have to talk to you more about that. Yeah. So what are some other areas? What are, what are some other areas where you specialize and, and you see people making big mistakes that, that you'd like to just send out some correction? Well, one of the things that's changed significantly is, uh, is uh, uh, the size of products. Uh, so we sell a lot of information products. It's very low risk, 97% profit. But, you know, I, I wrote Click, the ultimate guide to electronic uh, marketing. Uh, it ended up after four editions, 1,042 pages. And so it got so unwieldy, people wouldn't consume it. So uh, one of the inside tracks is make sure you're your products are consumable in a reasonable amount of time because people, what I did was, is I transitioned to breaking that down into a bunch of small products that are more specific and I still make as much or more money, but people can consume them because if people don't consume your stuff, they're never going to buy anything else. As well, a thousand pages scares them away. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't in the beginning because it was so comprehensive and such a great value, but over time, it changed. So that's uh, one of the things you got to, and there's another topic uh, that uh, might be inside track for It's called glanceable marketing. Glanceable. That's because uh, some, some study came out of Canada. People make a decision if they're going to stay at your website in one twentieth of a second. Huh. So you can't be plastering deep text and telling how great you are and your missions crap and all that stuff. People are not, they're just, it's too, looks too hard. And people are reading at the third grade level nowadays if they can read it all. So uh, glanceable marketing is like five or six big words to grab them and get them in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know it's funny, but you know how they used to say on the newspapers, it was at the 11th grade level. And then the eighth. I I always heard sixth grade. grade It's third grade now, the last (laughs) article I I read. (laughs) <laughs> you so, know, I, I said to, uh, you know, I had a business deal with the LA times. Uh, they, they, they bought my company years ago. And, and, and so I said to one of the editors one time, I said, you know, I said, why do you guys insert so much of your opinion into this material? I said, I, I just want to read one side and the other side, and then I'd like to make a decision. And, and they were very uh, clear about this. And they said, we don't think that readers have the capacity to make a decision, <laughs> so we're just going to give it to them. And and it's it's very arrogant, but I think I think what you're saying is is accurate. Is that 
Um, as a society, we've kind of gone lower and lower and lower. And maybe there's so much going on that we don't have time to think or we're too tired to think. Yeah, and it's, it's more prevalent than ever with all the major media and uh, uh, just spoon feeding you their opinion on stuff. And, uh, and then you see, you go out to any restaurant, nobody's talking to each other. They, they got their nose, <laughs> four people at the table and not one of them is looking at each other. Hey, look, if you're interested, I'm having a bunch of people over the house to look at their phones later if you want to come. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. No, we, we'll do it through Zoom. No, why bother? Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll just do a Zoom thing. We'll all look at our phones on Zoom. Exactly. Don't even bother turning on your microphone. <laughs> That's the way it is, man. So uh, so you got to play to that. But the glance, you got to really keep that in mind. Glance, well, especially with cell phones and tablets is what m far more than anything is happening on them now. It needs to be, you know, and if people have to squinch their fingers up and down to see your website, that's old school, man. You got to, you got to up, up, yeah. up your game there. I'll um, tell you, man, you're, you're a wizard. You, you just have so much uh, knowledge and insight. I mean, it's, yeah, uh, I keep these young your world is so around. different than my world. That's Absolutely. It's totally different. I keep these young people around and I got a, I wrote a book recently called the one sentence business plan. And if all the big companies you deal with would just do my darn one sentence business plan, they'd be so much better off and they wouldn't pay a hundred grand to some consultant to make, make their mission statement. Here it is. So, one, what's, so what's your, what's your one sentence, business one sentence plan? business plan? I create quality products that people actually want at a reasonable price. And I service them after the sale. I'll tell you what. I've been living that since I'm 10 years old. I'll tell you what. When we, when we get off this podcast, you're helping me create a one-sentence business plan. Well, there it is. <laughs> you already got it. I just gave it to you. <laughs> well, yeah, it'll only be 100 grand, you know. You're a hedge fund right, guy. You check, the check's in the mail. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, so very simple. I come from a small town. We're very simple. It, I mean, and it's worked. I mean, it's, I've made a fortune just that simple thing. No lawsuits, no chargebacks. I can't even remember how to do a refund. No, that's <laughs> for you know. If you give super quality and reasonable price, you don't have those kind of hassles. Yeah. Hey, listen. Well, that's uh, that's awesome. Well, you, you you've been a pleasure. I really appreciate you uh, sharing and contributing. And you know, listen. Uh, if people can't get themselves onto the inside track by listening to some of what you have to say, then uh, then they weren't paying attention because there was a lot of great stuff here. Well, I appreciate it. It was good we, we reconnected through a mutual friend. That that was great that we hooked back up. And uh, and uh, I want to tell them about my new podcast, if you don't mind. It's called Yeah, Screw hey, the listen, go, go, go to town. Yeah. Go. yeah, I've never had a job, so uh, I, I named it Screw the Commute. And, you know, if you look at my resume, it looks like total BS, but I've lived like two or three lives when I'm not sitting in traffic making everybody else rich. So... Screw the Commute podcast. You can find it all the all the big uh, iTunes and all that. Well, good. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, being a guest one day on that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're going to have you on for sure. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun. So, well, listen, man. Uh, so, they got Screw the Commute. Where else can they find you? And uh, uh, That'll lead them to everything. ScrewTheCommute.com will take them to my, uh, I, I got a, the only licensed internet marketing school in the country uh, that's dedicated. It's all on topic. And I got the retreat center I'm sitting in. But it's a... Uh, Screw the commuter lead you to all that stuff. Great. Well, listen, man, thank you so much for, uh, for sharing and being on this and doing this stuff. And uh, just for being a, a cool and fun guy, you're, you're, you're an innovator. Uh, you break the mold. They, uh, you know, they broke the mold when they, uh, they had you, for sure. Uh, my pleasure, man. Good talking to you. All right. Be well. You've been listening to Profit from the Inside. 
with Joe Block. Strategies to give your business the inside track. For more insights and to learn more, visit joelblock.com. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.